Hi, my name is Tommaso, your student host for the My First Year Story podcast. Here, I'll be sitting down with people who have the answers to your college questions and who can help give me advice as a University of Connecticut student by telling their own first year stories during our conversations. Today, we are welcoming Avidal Sutton, the president of UConn Halil. Avidal is a junior studying psychology and minoring in human development and family sciences. She's also a member of the Alpha Xi chapter of AE5 and works in the early detection lab here at UConn, which researches ways to improve the early identification of autism spectrum disorder, the developmental trajectory of those with autism, and the provision of early intervention services. Avital, we're so glad to have you here and talk to us about your experiences at UConn. Would you please introduce yourself to our listeners, your name, pronouns, hometown, and if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Sure. So my name is Avital Sutton. I use she, her pronouns. I live in Milford, Connecticut, and if I could have a superpower, I would choose shape-shifting because I think it's the most versatile superpower. Okay, that's always mine too, and everyone always looks at me funny when I say shape-shifting, but you could be like anyone you, who you want. I think you, it just applies in every scenario. It's the, it's the winning the winning superpower. Anyways, let's just dive right in and talk to you about your journey at UConn. So tell us a little bit about it. What factors influenced you to... T- decide to enroll here and all that stuff. So for me, it was kind of a no-brainer. I'm one of four girls, and I'm the youngest of four, um, and everyone else went to UConn. So for me, I just grew up kind of surrounded with the whole Husky family vibe, going to basketball games. So I didn't even think twice. It was the only school I even toured. So How excited are you for tonight? Are you going to be watching the game? Oh, I'm very excited for tonight. I went to the last to the game last week in Bridgeport. Oh, I you did? all the way down. Oh, my gosh. So I... Little uh, side note, but so I don't have ESPN or I like, couldn't figure out how to log in. So I was just watching. First, I was watching the game. My friend would FaceTime me into their TV um, and overtime one ended and it was tied. Right. Was and then I had no ESPN. So I was just like on Google getting the live updates. And then when they finished the thing, I was like, let's go. So uh, to give listeners context, tonight is the final four game of the day we're recording on this podcast. So it should be a very exciting evening. So was there anyone that made your transition to college easier? You mentioned you already had, um, you're the youngest of four, so, or you have four sisters. I have three sisters. You have three so sisters. So I'm sure, like you said, UConn was always a part of your life, but when you got here, how was it different or did it, your experience differ from how you thought it was going to turn out? So my sisters are a lot older, so I kind of took all their advice with a grain of salt since they were here a lot um, before I was. So it's kind of the older students that I met when I got here that kind of took me in and kind of showed me the ropes that made school just feel a lot less daunting and just kind of made me feel like I wasn't alone and that I had people to show me around. So they were the ones who ultimately, and a lot of them are still my best friends today. So they were the ones who kind of made UConn less of like an abstract, scary thought and more of like my homeschool. Yeah, especially when you join clubs early on and you get to meet those upperclassmen who already know their way around campus. It definitely makes that transition a lot easier. And speaking of transition, Have you changed as a person um, in your four years at UConn? I definitely think I've changed as a person. I think I'm the type of person, if I sign up for something, I'll do it like 100% with my whole heart. But in high school, that meant like working smarter, not harder in the way that I kind of like did the bare minimum to get where I needed to be or like trying to cut corners. And now I still definitely try to work smarter, not harder, but kind of like with genuine effort, I think you see in like the quality of the outcome, it just shows like a significant difference. So now like, even though I try to maybe skate my way through life, I'll just do it with like genuine passion and effort. Right, especially if you're doing things that you're interested in, especially with all of your leadership roles and stuff. Those are, um, I assume, your passion. So working smarter, 
tends to be it comes easier because you like what you're doing, um, if I'm correct. Yes, definitely. Um, and so what was some of your biggest learning experiences as a college student and why? Um, so this one is more specifically about being a Jewish college student. But last year during COVID, um, everywhere in the world and in America, there was like a rise in anti-Semitism during COVID, um, which was definitely reflected here at UConn too. Um, and even though there was like a lack of people on campus and everything, we still ha held like a gathering to condemn anti-Semitism and show like Jewish pride. And the amount of people, both Jewish and non-Jewish, that showed up was a huge kind of revelation for me. Even the world felt pretty isolated and divided at the time, but to see how much support still kind of came outpouring showed that even when the world feels like that, like people still actually care about one another at UConn and everywhere, I'd say. Yeah, UConn is great because there is so much compassion. Um, anytime there seems to be like a social issue, I mean, recently we've seemed to have a lot of, uh, with, a new, with the new presidency and stuff, there seemed to be a lot of turmoil among the students and stuff. So hearing what uh, fellow Huskies have to say um, to each other and uh, how we really support each other in these times is inspiring. Um, now, speaking towards uh, the non-Jewish community and as a leader um, of UConn Halil, what is UConn Halil and how is it different from other student orgs and activities you're a part of on campus? Yeah, so UConn Halil is the Center for Jewish Life on campus. We offer social, cultural, and religious programming and events. Um, and I would say it's unique in the fact that it's a kind of a combination and a crossroads between a club, a, a religious organization and a cultural center. We kind of take all of the aspects that those three categories offer and combine it into one. So I think it's very special in that way and kind of on its own in that respect. And how did you choose to get involved with UConn Alil? Was it a no-brainer? Were your sisters involved? And uh, what helped you prepare for your role as president? Um, my sisters weren't really involved. It wasn't as big or established at the time that they were here. Um, but when I was a senior in high school, I had a friend who was already here and was like, calling me all the time. We'd FaceTime. She would tell me how much she was loving UConn and like being involved in UConn Hillel. So I just tried the first day. There was like a welcome back ice cream social event for freshmen. Um, I remember I made my parents come with me after freshman move in because I was too scared to go alone still. And that was like the place where I like felt okay with my parents leaving. And I just felt like so much calmer just walking in. So that's why I decided to ultimately stay. Um, and for becoming president, I have always enjoyed leadership roles. I've always felt the most fulfilled in leadership roles. In high school, I was like president of student government and stage manager and stuff like that. So I kind of just felt like it was the next step for me to join an e-board. So I became the vice president of Jewish education and then the next year vice president and then president. So, yeah, so you seem to have been prepped. My sister is actually the stage manager of our um, theater program at school. She's there opening night is tonight, which wow. is really exciting. I shot her a little text. Um, and I know that... Uh, that role can be especially taxing. So I'm sure that being president is sort of a, a nice breeze uh, compared Definitely. to the stress of that. Um, and so what does your day-to-day -day look like as president of UConn Hillel? So because we are involved in so many different um, aspects and offer so many different opportunities, it's a lot of meetings and a lot of work for sure, but I'm very fortunate to have a really good team. My e-board this year is filled with a lot of freshmen and upperclassmen who are really passionate and excited. Um, and this is our first board in a while that was like not really repetitive of past years. So a lot of fresh ideas. So kind of working with them and working with our staff to make all the magic happen, I guess. Um, and it's kind of hard. I'm definitely a perfectionist who likes to micromanage. <laughs> so like delegating to them and 
just kind of working with my whole team. Right, working smarter, not yep. harder, smarter, not, not having not harder. to do everything yourself. Exactly. Um, and so COVID-19 has impacted all aspects of life on campus. I really feel like we're starting to get back to normal these past couple of weeks. I mean, we just have no masks in class now, um, no masks everywhere else. So that is very strange. But how has COVID impacted Halil's programming and what are the sort of ways you're working around all um, the rules and regulations that the university has? Yeah. So during COVID itself, like at the very beginning, we would host virtual Shabbat, which is like the Jewish Sabbath. And that was really helpful for me at home just once a week. I knew every week at seven, I could log onto my computer and see a familiar face. So I didn't feel so alone at home. I had that weekly kind of check-in with people from school. And then as things got more normal, we did um, just virtual events, virtual speakers, and kind of moved with the school. And now we're fully in person. We're also maskless at Hillel, which is super yes, exciting. And we're back to in-person programming. So that's super exciting. Right. And I know the importance of that virtual programming, even though like I was always at the end of the day, being on a computer screen for so many hours was so draining. But in such an isolating time, I feel like um, the Hello community, it sounds like, was always there and always there to support you. Definitely. Um, and so what do you think uh, it's the valuable um, aspects and the most important parts of being part of identity-centered group um, while being on a college campus? I mean, we have all of um, the groups that are involved in Perlac, uh, the Rainbow Center, the Indigenous People Center. So what is makes Halil special? I think being part of an identity-centered group in general in college is so important because you're kind of here figuring out who you are and how you can best benefit the world around you. And since everyone is made up of like an intersection of so many different identities, choosing to be part of those groups kind of helps you cultivate what you get from being part of those groups and kind of seeing how your um, how your values align and what you can take away and how it serves you as a person. So I think it's really just using those morals that they offer and learning how to become yourself through that identity. Yeah, and it's great because there are so many so many different um, identity-based groups on campus that you don't have to sacrifice one part of yourself to be a part of another. Um, and uh, how do you balance being a leader of Halil, I know, uh, and uh, being involved in other activities like your sorority? I know it's even hard for me. I feel like I've stretched myself very thin this semester. So how do you, how do, you do it? My biggest thing is that I need eight hours of sleep a night. That is like my biggest thing. I won't function without it. And just kind of off of that, making sure that when I allocate time to my different like categories of my life and whatever I'm doing, I make sure I include time for myself, not even in like the classic self-care way, but making sure like I move my body once a day, even if it's just a walk and like eating normal food, not just like trying to eat snacks all day. Otherwise, like it it kind of feels stressful in the moment, kind of taking time out of my day, but otherwise I just like crash and burn. So that's definitely what helps me like balance everything and stay afloat. Right. And you have any advice for students who are seemingly not staying afloat? Maybe their their lives have gotten the best of them and uh, they're too busy for their own good. I know how when like there's so much stuff occupying your time that like taking more time out of that for yourself seems so daunting. And I definitely am like not a pro at this and struggle with this a lot. But in the long run, taking that time out, like even like two minutes to just like take a step away from whatever you're doing will just reset you and like Especially I feel like I can get so ramped up with stress and like whatever getting wrapped up in whatever I'm doing. So kind of reminding myself, even though it's kind of scary right now to be adding more, it'll help me kind of just stay sane in the long run. Yeah, I'm definitely learn uh struggling to do that myself. I feel like not doing 
it's like, I really just wish I had a week where I didn't have to do anything and didn't have any deadlines because stepping back and like not doing like when I feel like I should be doing work and then realize like I can't do work because I'm so stressed out. It's like it piles onto that stress, whereas it really should just be like a nice time to take a deep breath and exactly not do anything. So hopefully next year we'll I'll teach myself how to do that a little bit better. Um, and speaking on for some more advice, what advice do you have for Jewish students at UConn or those thinking about joining uh, UConn Nation in the future? Um, if you're thinking about joining UConn, I would definitely say initially go Huskies, come to UConn. Yeah. Um, but more so towards the Jewish students, my advice would just be um, don't let anyone kind of tell you who you have to be as a person or as a Jewish person. A lot of times people will have some sort of idea of what a Jewish person should look or sound like or believe in. And if it's Judaism to you, it's Judaism. I think that goes for any identity, actually. So if it's meaningful to you, just stick with it. Yeah. And uh, is there ways non-Jewish students can get involved in um, Hello? Absolutely. We are open to everyone, all of our events, and everything is open to the whole Yukon community. And we are more than happy and love when non-Jewish students come because it shows you want to broaden your horizon and learn more about our community, which we're always more than happy to talk about and share. Um, We have Shabbat dinners every Friday at 7 at Hillel, which is um, a free kosher meal where our community comes together. So that is always really exciting to see new people along with coming to one of our events. We have a lot of like secular events that don't necessarily have to do with Judaism where you can just come meet people or just like stopping by the building to grab a snack. We always have snacks and our staff is around. So just kind of introducing yourself, coming to say hi. We're a very friendly. Lil's a friendly face. Very friendly face. And so uh, just kind of uh, wrapping up these questions about hello, what's your favorite part about being a leader there? Um, I think for me, I grew up in a very Jewish environment, kind of going to Jewish school and camp. So that really instilled the values that made me who I am. So now being able to take a position where I can kind of turn that around and impart those values and what I do and do it for other people in my community is like really special to me because it's really direct of how I got to be here. Yeah, you get to share what you love so much about uh, your faith. And so thinking more big picture, what do you think the purpose of college is? I think college is really for kind of figuring out your strengths and how to best apply them to the world. You're kind of just seeing what you're best at kind of academically, professionally, but also seeing like everyone's kind of everyone's career is giving some sort of like good or service. You're just seeing like how you best fit in the world, I guess. Yeah. And it sounds like all of your leadership positions have helped sort of see where you fit uh, in the Yukon community, right? (laughs) Um, And so our signature question we ask all of our guests, um, we're we're all first at something, whether you're the first person in your family to go to college or the first president of Halil in your family. What do you feel like you're the first at and how has that impacted your life experience and your story? So this is actually a really difficult question for me because I very much like followed my sister's footsteps to college and then just in general, I very much try to follow... Um, like role models in my life and kind of see what where other people have gone and take similar paths. So I thought about this question a lot. I think that, so my parents are immigrants and they immigrated here when two of my sisters were very young and then my other sister was born right after. So I would say that I'm the first in my family. We're all very assimilated now, but I think I was the first to grow up as like the most American child. Um, and I think that I don't know if they'd agree with me, but I think that kind of sets me apart from my family and the personality that I have um, derived from that. I'm also the first Gen Z in my family, which I think sets me apart, but definitely those two together 
kind of make me unique in that respect and made me who I am. Yeah. And uh, what's one piece of advice you would give our first uh, our first year listeners? Um, I kind of talked a little bit about this before, but just working hard to create balance in your life. If you just build it into your schedule, it'll be so much easier in the long run and you'll be much better off for it. Yeah. And uh, now's the time where we kind of turned the conversation around. You get to ask me a question. Um, I, I'm so used to asking questions, so sometimes it's a little nerve-wracking for our guests, but ask away. Um, my original question was going to be what your superpower was, but I know now that we have the same superpower. So I guess I would ask, what's your favorite like icebreaker question? I'm always a fan of what's your zodiac sign because then everyone is like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, what is your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra. Okay, um, I'm an Aries. Proud Libra, a fellow air sign. Um, and But I would say my favorite, <laughs> my friends always like hate this question though, but uh, it's like a nice, it's a would you rather. Um, it's like, would you rather have... Um, uh, nipples for fingers or would you have fingers for nipples that's such an I've never heard that question okay well I always think it's a great one because everyone, it's a curveball everyone's like why are you asking me that right. but I think it just like breaks down the I think it tells a lot about people, a let's people be a little bit embarrassed and realize that there's no reason to true so I mean I'm done with my questions so you can think on that for <laughs> next episode um, but thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in to this one um, we got a couple more episodes after this and um, as always roll skis My First Year Story podcast is a production of the University of Connecticut's undergraduate student body in collaboration with the Office of First Year Programs, Learning Communities, the Academic Achievement Center, and the Learning Community Innovation Zone. Our co-producers are Casey Jaycox and Hannah Peterson. Our staff advisors are Cody Ryan and Helena DeBald. For more information on our podcast, to meet our entire staff, and to listen to more episodes, visit fyp.uconn.edu backslash mfys and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uconnfyp.